Hey, Reese, Bibbs, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys going to do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Hello and welcome back yet again to another edition of the Mavs Outsiders Podcast. I am one half of your host, Mike Bibbins, on Twitter at Bibbs Corner, joined as always by my co-host, Reese Williams, at Minder Reese on Twitter, Instagram. I ain't even gonna make a joke about other places you might be able to find him at that name. Reese, how you feeling? Uh, you gotta start plugging my TikTok, brother. Oh, TikTok is it? Mind Reese on? Oh no, it's Mind Reese reviews, ain't it? Yeah, I do my movie reviews on TikTok now. You know, right. a minute long. That's it. Right now, I'm ranking all 35 movies I've seen this year. Okay. Well, technically, I've seen 36, but I'm not counting Hocus Pocus because odd numbers are better to rank than even numbers. So, um, well, 35 is better to rank than 36. Oh, fair so, enough. Uh, you know. Yeah, follow me on TikTok, Minder Reese Reviews. But yeah, don't add no other stuff in there like you usually do, like Black Pant, Black Planet, and Christian Mingle. I don't even go to church, brother. Come All on. Right. You can find Reese on FarmersOnly.com. Hey, hey, I don't do birds. You was just saying you wanted to go to Kentucky last week. I'm just saying. Like, I said I want to live in Kentucky. Right. You got to get you a farmer chick from Kentucky. Like, I don't need to do that. Anyway, uh, back to the topic. Um, <clears throat> we This is our first panel of the season. We have not done a panel in what feels like a year. Ever. Yeah, I think we we talk about it like every episode and then don't do it. So definitely. Oh, definitely. no, we've had we had SJ and, um, and Dwight on during the offseason. Very beginning of the off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, but these guests today, very special. Uh Shad and Mia, y'all are on. Y'all are our first panel, actually. Fourth episode, 116 episodes ago, I believe. So uh, that's that's a lot of episodes. A lot of episodes. Working. <clears throat> that was like February 2021. That's that's crazy. Doesn't feel like we've been doing it that long. But um glad to have y'all back. And uh let me make sure I get the handles. It's at I am Mia underscore me with a just M I at the end from hot take season. We got Shad Miller at Shad Miller 13, the uncool urban, and then a brand new guest to the pod, which feels weird to say, because I've had Tyler on the Bibbs corner pod like 5,000 times, but a brand new guest to the Mavs outsider, Tyler Lennon at Tyler underscore Lennon of front porch news and Chad's media. Uh, first of all, Mia, how how are you today? I'm good. I'm good. Glad to be here. Thank you guys for having me on. Most definitely. Shy. Shy, how you feeling? Oh, uh, you know. Yeah. I don't know, but all right. <laughs> 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 if I don't mess with Bibbs, it ain't right. It, look, the vibe ain't gonna be right. I got you. So, yes. Yeah. Tyler, how you feeling today? Dude, I'm feeling good. It's funny, you uh when you had text me to ask if I was available today. Like you said, I've been on your pod like a thousand times. One, I'm kind of the, for anyone that doesn't know, you're a horror movie guy. And it's October. So I just immediately was like, yeah, what are, what are we reviewing? Uh, also, I've got to say, Reese, I think all of y'all know this, but I'm from like East Texas, like grew up on a farm, very like country. Uh, it's funny, a long time ago, uh, me and a girl I was dating just for fun, just out of curiosity, was like, what is on uh, 
farmers only or whatever that and uh we made an account and it's exactly it's exactly what you would think would be on there so <laughs> i don't know if you're interested into that or not but that's it's exactly what you think it's, it's farmers only <laughs> definitely not definitely not yeah. don't don't knock it till you try it um i'm not gonna try it <laughs> <laughs> you just told me yourself <laughs> you know what i've been around the world and i i i you've been cow chipping and whatnot that is crazy I ain't never touched no cap. I haven't touched a cap. You know what? I, the fact that I got to think about it is already a problem. Uh, <laughs> look, before before we get started, I want to make sure we go around. I want to make sure that people get to know y'all a little bit. So first of all, I'm gonna start with Tyler. Uh, tell us a little bit about your journey in in the media game and uh, where you started and where you are now, basically. Yeah, man. It's I mean, it's been a weird one. Anytime like it doesn't happen often, but every now people will like DM me and like ask like, hey, what's like the route I should take? And I'm like, I'm an awful. <laughs> I don't know. Don't don't take my advice. But no, nah, I just I've wanted to do this my whole life. Uh, while I was playing college baseball, I got to do journalism a little bit. Then one day needed a job, found a job at a newspaper and just started climbing from there. Got some uh, Rangers and mass Rangers and mass credentials this past couple of years and just been doing my thing. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, how many years would you say have you been doing this? Uh, I, I think three. I think this is my third, my okay. third year, like actually like doing, I've been podcasting and everything for like a decade, but actually like covering Rangers and Mavs and stuff like three years, I think. Okay. Okay. Shot. Tell us, tell us your journey, you know, where you started, why you want to do this, all that good stuff. It's about to take about 20 minutes. Boy. <laughs> hey, I got, <laughs> you know, <clears throat> I got a story. I said, one time I was a little boy and uh no, <laughs> no I no look look the, the um recording is on, so it's not gonna take long. No, once um I started podcasting, then I just expanded into media. Like I started covering G League and the WNBA. And then this year it's been MLB in the NBA. So yeah, I've been doing that for about two or three years all together. So is there a reason? Yeah, it happened very, very fast. Is there a reason you started with the G League WNBA or? Oh, it's easy. It's easy to <laughs> get over there. And um, during the pandemic, I was calling New York. Like, I called the NBA and then I called every single individual team. And I was just like, yo, can I get credentials or can I cover <laughs> via Zoom the teams that are in the G League bubble? Three of them said yes. Um, the Rio Grande Valley Vipers, who I'm still close with in terms of all the stuff that they do. The Santa Cruz Warriors and uh, the OKC Blue. OKC Blue, they, they're very picky. So that was interesting. I only talked to Poku one time. And, yeah. So, yeah, I just pretty much was like, instead of me just talking to my friends about sports, I want to just talk to everybody else about sports. And that's pretty much been it. Okay. Uh Mia, I think I know the least about you as far as your <laughs> your journey. So so tell us a little bit about how you got into this and how long you've been doing it, all that good stuff. Yeah, hold, on, Mia, hold, hold on, hold on, Mia. Hold on, Mia. First of all, she know I gotta brag about her real quick. Now, if I ask anything sports related, Mia knows. If I hear from somebody else, I'm like, nah, nah, nah. Let me call Mia. If she don't say the same thing, then I know it ain't right. So <laughs> So yeah, this is yeah, this is probably one of the smartest people uh, in sports that I know for sure. Appreciate Go ahead. Y'all right, gonna no make with the wrong drawn out story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so um, I have been a sports fan 
since a kid. Um, I started writing in high school. Um, so around 2008 or so, I started writing sports. Um, and by my senior year, I was interviewing maths players, um, thanks to kind of a mentor in high school um, who had a foot in the in the media door. And so I just kind of took off from there with getting my hands in every facet of sports media, from writing to producing to broadcasting and analyzing all of it, you name it. <laughs> Mia is trying to be that versatile with it. Um, and so, yeah, it, that's that's where it's been from high school up. That's, that's weird to hear because like, <laughs> I feel like the rest of us have kind of danced around all kinds of different things on our on our journey but 2008 like I'm trying to think of, in 2008 I was in college I thought I was going to be a, a basketball coach a college <laughs> basketball coach somewhere like I was transferring schools because I realized that that wasn't what I wanted to do and then I thought you know I'm gonna go work in a front office somewhere so let me go get this this sports management degree blah 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 and you know it took a while to get to get to this this media stuff um and I know Reese uh we we kind of started around the same time on the podcast thing. Like I brought you on the Bibs Corner you podcast. Before me. Say what? I thought you started before me. I, I mean, you came on my podcast and then you started. No, I'm saying I thought you had it like for like a year at that point or something like that. Ooh, oh, that early on. I think I had it was there. I just wasn't doing anything with it. I didn't get consistent yeah. right, right around that time. But uh, awesome. Glad y'all got to do a short introduction. And now uh, I'm going to pass it to Reese. Reese said he had a little game for us. I don't know anything about what this man is about to do. So apologies in advance. Uh, look, I'm going to say this right now. For Reese, I'll give you the extended version of my story after this. Since you want to hear the 20-minute version, I guess. I ain't say I wanted to hear it, brother. <laughs> yeah, 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 you do. I'm like, first oh. of all, I was a kid watching the Cowboys. and uh... <laughs> If it's about the Cowboys, I definitely don't want to hear it. Hey, right, so go ahead and hey, mute hey, your mic. Buddy. Yeah, just mute the mic. Cut his mic. Cut his mic. So I haven't done this in a while. Sometimes when we had guests, I bring stuff on. And I said, you know what? I think now is the perfect time to bring a game back. I think it's a game all three of you would be familiar with uh, if you watch Inside the NBA. Who he play for. <laughs> Ooh, okay. And this is how this is going to go. Usually on Inside the NBA, it's just Charles Barkley playing. It's him by himself. He's got a guess alone because Charles is kind of slow. So, you know, it's... <laughs> we get it. The three of y'all, I'm going to give y'all a player. Y'all are able to confer with each other. We will hear everything is fine. I won't chime in and say anything. Y'all are able to confer with each other. Then I want you to give a final answer. Okay. I got. <clears throat> so it's Thank not you. a competition. They playing together. All right. That's fair. That's cool. Yeah. Y'all playing together. All right. Unless y'all want it to be a competition. Uh, to live in Oak Cliff. I like Hopefully the, y'all didn't hear the music. option better. So, so y'all want to work together. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we're okay, y'all can work together. <laughs> I got seven total players here. Seven. I'm gonna start off with an easy one. Y'all ready? All right. Okay. Yeah. This is the f- now. Granted, this is who he played for. Former Mavs edition. Okay. We ain't had okay. a lot of good players, so just know it's gonna get hard going down this list. <laughs> You know how long it took me to find dudes that's still in the league that played for us? That shouldn't be that hard, but because okay. 
The so first you knew one, that it's, it's the hundreds. So yeah, the first one is an easy pitch. DeAndre Jordan. You sure was easy? Where is he now? Is he in Denver now? Yeah, he has been like on three or four teams. I might need some season here. Last I remember was Brooklyn. I feel like no, okay. no, no. He's he's been gone from Brooklyn. Did you say Denver? I want to say Denver. Denver would be my guess. I need a final answer. I I, w- I would go with Denver if it were me. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's Denver now. Okay, we'll go with Denver. Denver final answer. Denver final answer. Yeah, y'all are correct. It is the Denver Nuggets. Okay, that was that was that was a sophomore. That was you a said you're starting with the easy one, and it took yeah, all of us. Like, easy. I, don't know. <laughs> I was just like, the last time I saw him was in Denver, and I'm like, if he moved so fast, I was like, he probably got mm-hmm. traded the last time I saw him. <laughs> so who I ain't gonna lie, if y'all if y'all wasn't sure about that one, it's gonna be a long day. Next. Darling of the Dallas Mavericks, former point guard, Dennis Smith Jr., who he played for. Oh, that's for. easy. The Charlotte Hornets. That's easy. He's with the Hornets. Final answer. Yeah, he's with the Hornets. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the Hornets. Okay, I should have started with that one. God damn. You should have started with that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that well, literally so, happened a week ago, so yeah. <laughs> since you want to be Mr. Oh, that's easy. I got one for you. See if this one easy, brother. I'm ready. Carleek Jones, who he played for. Carleek Jones. He just got signed or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the Chicago Bulls in mind. Is it the Chicago Bulls? Does that sound right to anybody else? I'm going to go I'm gonna go with that one. I'm stuck between Chicago and Portland for some reason. I'll let, I'll let y'all make that call because I'm not, like, confident with it, but... Yeah, Kakali. was yeah, it was red and black. That's all I remember. Yeah, too. like <laughs> uh we'll go I am fine going with Chicago. I'm going with Chicago. Cause that's a good one. I want to say it was Portland though, but yeah. I mean if y'all uh, that, that, that's y'all's call. If y'all I'll go with Tyler. I'll 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 go with Tyler on Chicago. I'll go with Peace. Tyler. Chicago final answer. hmm Yeah. Uh, Ah, uh, it's the Chicago Bulls. I almost yeah. was hoping y'all went with Portland just so I could get one over on y'all. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right. Y'all 3-0 and right now. I got one for you. Uh, in honor of Halloween season, you know, the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown Jr., who he played for. I don't know. I ain't like Charlie Brown Jr. is this. <laughs> <laughs> So when he was gone, I was like, he could be in Olympiacos right now. I'd be like, yeah, he in EuroLeague. <laughs> I, I've got another. You know what? I have no idea, but why I think do I'm going to take a like... guess after y'all, after y'all. But honestly, like EuroLeague is not a bad thought because that's really where my mind first went. Oh, no, no, no. Let me tell y'all. If no, they are in, in the NBA, I didn't list them. Okay. Because yeah, I could have listed NBA. so many G League dudes, but I didn't. Uh, you know what? Why does the Bucks keep coming to my mind? Why do the Bucks keep coming to my mind? I have nothing. So if y'all want to go with Bucks, that's cool with me. 
We're going to let little Bibbs. I'm going to call a friend Bibbs. Where's <laughs> Charlie Brown Jr.? You want, you want my input? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is uh, fair. Bibbs can give his input. So I was thinking Philly. Um, you know, I've been doing the uh, the the tracker for the offseason. I've been paying attention to some of the obscure names. I don't think I included him, but I think I recall seeing his name attached to Philadelphia, if I'm not mistaken. Don't 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 uh, put my my name on it, but that's my thought, bro. Is that the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire music? You just <laughs> <laughs> I'm over there like this. That, that I heard the, used to get me every time. It made I heard the doom. I'm like, what the? F-? Yeah, look, look. I final mean, answer right there. Yeah, we'll go with Philly. We'll go with Philly. <clears throat> Philly final answer. Yeah. Bibbs is not allowed to give y'all shit no more. It's Philly. <laughs> Damn it. You keep I your know, mouth I shut and keep your east. finger on the music, brother. You're not allowed to talk. <laughs> I know All right. Out east. I got three more left for y'all. All right. Former Maverick. Some will call him an enforcer. James Johnson. Who he played for. Okay, he was he was in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Is he still? Is he in New Orleans still? I have the Pacers in my mind right now. I might. Why do I feel like this? Right? I might be wrong. I remember New Orleans, but I do believe he left there. Yeah, he did. I was going to get this one wrong. All right, we're going with Indy. I'm going with Tyler. <laughs> if y'all if y'all are down to go with the Pacers, that's that's my we're going guess. With Indy. Yeah, we're going Indy. Indiana? Mm-hmm. Yes. Indiana is correct. Ooh, thank you, Tyler. <laughs> thank you, Tyler. Take a sip, brother. You on a roll. <laughs> <laughs> Two, more he, he, Two more left. Two more left, folks. I'm like, God dog, are they even still here in America? Two. I feel like y'all might get this one, but we'll see. Uh, former Maverick. Some would say he was signed as a bargaining chip, but you know, once the name was off the table, there was no reason to keep the dude around. Costas Antetokounmpo, who he played for. No longer with the Lakers. Yeah, he ain't with the Lakers. Um, Did y'all say he is or is not? He's not. No, he's not okay. with the Lakers no more. Oh, that's what that was a while back. Yeah. Costas is. I want to guess at the end of this one. I want to say not. It doesn't count for them. I just want to guess for me. No. Why I want to say he's. Costas is. He's not also in Milwaukee, is he? No. He was for a second. He was for a second, but he ain't there no more. I don't know why the Clippers come to mind. I'm about to say the Clippers, actually. I'm down to go with the Clippers. We're going with the Clips. Clippers final answer? I can't guess. Yeah. No, you can't guess. <laughs> you can guess after I give this response, because the Clippers is incorrect. Thank you. Okay. Y'all first one. Y'all first one. Bibbs, what's your guess? Bulls. Chicago Bulls. <laughs> Chicago Bulls is correct. He's in Chicago. Yeah, I think the Chicago. Bucks. I think the Bucks signed them to try to get them to their G League team and waved them, and then the Bulls said psych and signed them to sell. So 
Mm. I will say Colin when you watch was, Charles like, do this, uh, when you watch Charles do this, it's like, how are you not getting that right? And now we're on the spot. I'm like, damn, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, then again, for Charles though, they be giving faces for Charles, so it's True. like put a face to a team. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, <I'm> like, <laughs> okay, final one. In a red jersey. Final one. Shout out to Panda Hank. Nate Hinton, who he played for. Oh, that uh he was last he was in Indiana. I think he's still there. He was on the Pacers. Last last I remember him, he was on the Pacers. That that works for me. I, I really don't know. I'm cool with it. That, that's it? Yeah. Pacers. Huh. Indiana Pacers. Final answer. Yeah, that was the last time I seen him get signed by anybody with the Indiana Pacers. Okay. Okay. We're close. It is an Eastern Conference team, but it is not the Indiana Pacers. Get a guess. Would you like to take a guess, Bibbs? Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, how the fuck you know this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how did you? I was like, I didn't I, even know um, Indiana moved them. So... I think they gave him an, a qualifying offer initially, but then didn't pick it up. Um, and then Cleveland, Cleveland picked him up because I was oh, doing that tracker. I told you I was paying attention to all the obscure names. Like I could tell you some dudes in Europe that I didn't know were in Europe for a minute. Yeah, like, man, I, this is why I didn't let you play this fucking game. <laughs> my, bad, my boy Carson Edwards is in Europe. Uh, Cassius Winston is in Europe. Like uh, all the small guards are in Europe. Where they belong. Yeah. Nah, see, I'm I'm never selling my Carson Edwards stock. I've still got a bunch <laughs> of it. I'm Carson holding on Edwards. to it. Give him like two years. We in like, you sound back. like me with Jabari Parker. Only difference is Jabari Parker been around long enough for me to finally sell some guys. I was about to say. Yeah. Uh, but hey, no, out of seven, guys, I've been a Carson Edwards fan since he since he was in high school. So, out of seven, y'all got five right, and I'm gonna be honest. That's four more than I would have got right. The only one I would have got was DeAndre Jordan with the Denver Nuggets. I wouldn't have known any of these goddamn motherfuckers was with these teams because I didn't know it till I Googled. <laughs> I'm trying to think. There was one I didn't I didn't know that y'all got. What was the fifth one? Was it James Johnson? Yeah, the James Johnson got me. That was the one that got me. James Johnson. Yeah, that one got me. I, yeah, I didn't even know he was with the Pacers. I thought he was still with the Nets. Yeah, I thought he signed with Miami. I knew mm-hmm. he signed with somebody else, but I was thinking he signed with a good team. But... I was thinking Miami, too, for a second. Yeah, when Shaz nah. said the Pacers, I was like, oh, yeah, he did go to my uh, the Pacers. That's why it was significant to me because Carlisle reunion. I think I might do these game things more often. That was fun. I really wasn't expecting y'all to. Ju- I feel like some of them was guesses and it ended up being goddamn right. Maybe I got to come at y'all with some harder nah. stuff next time. <laughs> me and Tyler, I was sitting there like, thank you, Tyler. Because I'm like, that was a- he was giving me the refreshers. I was like, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Just that one. I was going to say yeah. I should have came with the G League players, but Shaw would have got all of them. So I would have got all of them. <laughs> like you told me right now where TQ or somebody was, like Trevor McQueen. I'm like, oh, I know he in Philly. Yeah. <laughs> I congratulated him and everything. I was like, yeah, I'm like, appreciate it. I'm proud of you, boy. <laughs> Some dudes I Googled that was overseas. I said, I can't add these motherfuckers, man. I can't. It, I was, it was hard. I was waiting for oh, you. If it was the one for the brother. overseas, I saw it was like, I was waiting for you to say Shannon's little brother so I could point out that he just got waved a minute ago. He did? Sure did. <laughs> I thought he was still with the Rockets. That's why I ain't pick him. They yeah, traded yeah. him to OKC, and then OKC waved him. They dropped him. Yeah. I did, I did I want to you... ask, how many of those guys do y'all think, obviously we've seen him get cut, but like 
of that trade, how many, because there was two or three former Mavs in that trade. I was curious how many y'all thought would act, like actually stay on the team. So I know they said Boban they want to keep. Boban, is, uh, nah, he was at Media Day and everything. Boban they is love a Boban. rocket. Yeah. I mean, he ain't playing over no uh, Sangoon, but. Trey Burke get traded? Yeah. yeah. No. Is he in Wait, he was a part of that Trey deal. Trey Burke did get nah. traded. Yeah. He was part of that deal. I could see them yeah, keeping Trey Burke. Yeah, I can see them keeping the oldest person on that team. So yeah, <laughs> he would. He'd be the oldest person on that team. I think that median is like twenty two or twenty four or something. I do have some live news to report. Um, oh, this with a heavy heart. No, I'm just kidding. No, uh, <laughs> Tyler Hero just signed a four year, one hundred thirty million dollar extension. Live reaction. I'm gonna be quiet because I'm the only person. I'm the only person that believes <laughs> in Tyler. Really? Maybe I'm look. Maybe I'm just watching the right games. I don't I know what it is. I wouldn't say you're the only one. Thirty um, M's though. Thirty like like thirty a year. <laughs> Starting at 130 for four years. That's thirty up. Come on, man. I'm t- okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hey, man, you know that's my favorite reaction. I'm like, you must be, look, you know my favorite thing to say, the ITF you messing some of y'all up, man. I hate to even do this, but what is Tyler Hero doing out there that Jalen Brunson can't do? He doing it in Miami. He, uh, next question. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He's doing it in Miami. <laughs> it's I only him, what, what, him, Jimmy. It's like him, Jimmy. Uh, uh, my boy Duncan Robinson, who looked like uh, that old boy off of uh, Jimmy Neutron, and uh, Sheen. He does look like yeah, Sheen. He, like, he, like, he do. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you know, yeah. so. I mean, shout out got- to Tyler Hero. Get your bag. Him and Jack Harlow can hang out all the time, though. Dude, as those two were coming up together, I had more stock in Duncan Robinson. I was like, that's the one that I would want. And obviously, mm-hmm. just neither was a great call. But no, I definitely had more stock in Tyler Hero, but I ain't had no thirty M stock in Tyler. Right. Hero. Shout out to Tyler Hero, man. He 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 said he was up there with Trey and Luca, <laughs> and now he getting paid. Come on now. I almost vomited. Him. Yeah, don't even don't play them games. Bro. <clears throat> All right. Shout yeah, out. yeah. I was like, now when he said that, that's when I was like, hold on. Uh, he off them jiggers. <laughs> I said like, he on the, he was on them Aaron Rodgers Didn't right there. I was like, the playoffs tripping, too? my boy. Didn't he disappear in the playoffs, if I'm not mistaken? Of course he did. Okay. He just had to go there. Okay. Shout out. Shout out Ooh. to Tali, bro. <laughs> All right. Let's see. What else we got? All right. Thank you, Reese, for that fun game. I had a good time. I hope everybody else had a good time. I did, good boy. <laughs> I had to really think about some of those. <laughs> All right. So this past week, it was a good, it was a good week in Mavs Land, I think. Uh, we got our first look at uh, the, this new Dallas Mavericks team, if you will, uh, some some new guys, some new faces, some new guys in bigger roles than they were in last year. And uh, personally, I, I enjoy what I saw. Like I'm I'm hype all of a sudden. You know, I, for the off season, I kind of detach myself from thinking about basketball too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not basketball. I watch Euro basket, but I mean Mavs basketball. But uh, coming back, like I, I don't know, I saw enough the practice and the. Uh, the scrimmage that uh you know i'm 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 excited then i went on um 
we talked Mavs podcast last night. Buddy was talking about Mavs going to be the one seed. And I was like, I had to stop. I had to think. He had some good, he had some good points. About oh, yeah, he just followed me earlier. Yeah, I had uh, he had some good points. So shout out to them. Uh, Rel and King, we talk Mavs. They're on, they're on YouTube. They, they're doing it the opposite of us. You know, we got the, the Twitter game on lock. They got the YouTube on lock. Let's get them to 1,000 subscribers. I'm putting that out there. Um, with that said, Reese, did you get to check out the, the fan jam of the practice? I checked out, um, like I said, I checked out some highlights. I was asking people on Twitter, I'm like, how did y'all watch it? And uh, Panda Hank put out uh, um, a highlight mix on YouTube that's like 13, 12 minutes long. Okay. Uh, I preferred to watch that over the entire fucking Twitch stream. I don't know why they did it on Twitch. Oh, yeah. I preferred to watch that over the entire Twitch stream. Um, they had it on the site, too. <clears throat> I did like what i saw but i mean if we being honest y'all know it's only one person i want to talk about you want to talk about him right now or i mean <laughs> if, if, we we can wait we can save it we can wait we can wait we can wait all right i got right. some stuff to say we can wait shab what's your what did you do you have any immediate takeaways from what you saw in the practice or uh the fan jam um my immediate reaction was pretty much that I don't understand when I saw that one statistic that said we were going to be ninth. I'm like, this isn't a different team. There's one person really gone from this team. So, like I said, I like what I saw from the young bull, Jaden Hardy. <laughs> Everybody's been kind of acting like this Josh Green stuff is new, hasn't been new. Um, he's been doing this just that you only get to see, like, what? Five ten minute clips. You only get you only get yeah. His stints aren't that long when he's out out there. So, but everything else was pretty much mop and glow. I knew we was all right. So. Okay. So so it seems like you're not you're not surprised by anything. Uh, I'm not surprised by any of this. Okay. Because like, again, only one person left, and the team pretty much remained the same. And we have two guys. Um, like I said, with Wood. He was on a losing team, um, but he was like the most decent thing about that losing team. That name was not Jalen Green. So, <laughs> Mia, uh, any takeaways from you from uh, Fan Jam or the practice that we got to see? Um, so kind of like Reese, I only got to see the highlights okay. of it. Um, but something the Mavs have been talking about that I did notice was them trying to build the team chemistry. And I think that's going to be very important for them down the stretch. Um especially, you know, as they get deeper into things and and are trying to get back to a Western Conference Finals. And so I think, you know, it's just one practice, um, but it's day one, and so it still matters. Um, And so if you can build that from day one, then I think you're on a pretty good pace. No, definitely. I think I'm glad you brought that up. I think that was one of the things that they talked about on the broadcast is how much fun they looked like they were having and how connected the team seem to be and that is important like you guys are going to be in the trenches together for several months here 82 games is going to be ups and downs the more connected the unit is the the better you can survive some of those tough stretches uh tyler any any takeaways from you did you get to catch anything um not as much as i would have liked but my big my big takeaway wasn't as much with this team in this season as much as was the same with um like slovenia this summer which was honestly just I don't want to speak for all of us in this Zoom, but I think the main thing we all have in common is 
Mass Twitter. Like we've kind of come up through that. And it was really cool just to see how active Mass Twitter was with all that. Like I literally was hanging out with someone Friday night. We were talking about it. She had watched all of it. I was with some friends Saturday. They had watched it. Like it's it's just really cool to see everyone be active and into it, honestly. I think one of the, the things that I saw that was fun during the uh the fan jam, they interviewed Nico Harrison and he was like, you know, I had a friend in town. And um, they said they wanted, he had his son and he wanted to come by. And I told him, yeah, just swoop by. There won't be anybody there. And then they pulled up and it was like a line around. Packed out. Um, did either, any of y'all go uh, in person? No, I watched it um, on Mavs.com and just cast it from my TV. Okay. Okay. Um, I, 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 I forgot how fun the team was, is what I'll say over the season. Yeah. And I think this just reminded me, like, they, they're having a lot of fun out there. I think it's easy to forget. Yeah. And Christian Wood in the practice kind of looked off. But then yesterday in the fan jam, I saw some of the interactions between him and Luca. And I, I think Christian Wood's going to be OK. Uh, I, I'm a little bit less worried than I was after after the practice thing. Because uh, I, I had I had a Rockets Twitter all excited about Christian Wood being uh, disgruntled. But uh, I didn't mean to do that. So <laughs> shout out to Christian Wood, man. 20 and 10 on the way. Uh speaking of Christian Wood, that's that's that was a transition. Uh what what's up? Oh my god. Go okay. Okay. I don't know what's happening. I thought you were coming <laughs> back to me, brother. No, that, he I, was talking. <laughs> huh? Oh, have at it, my brother. You had some. Oh, okay. No, no, I mean, was we still t- talking about the practice about the fan jam or was sure, you sure. Yeah, if you have something to say about the fan jam please if you were still talking about the fan jam i don't want to he said he was transitioning hey brother talk, <laughs> talk. so it was coming to you <clears throat> it, 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 it's you brother by show of hands how many people in here have seen the film batman forever which one is that you got to be more that's specific. the one with two face in the riddler of the like past 2000 or like the one bro that, like, batman forever with tommy lee jones <laughs> and come on man okay and jim carrey yeah, yeah back in the day yeah i remember that. yeah one. okay cool y'all remember the end of the movie when jim carrey was in a asylum all crazy and he was just flapping his wings like that and shit that's the sugar glider coming baby josh green is on the way i'm telling y'all bibs you put made. out that what camera is on Bibbs like put I out said. that bullshit tweet. <laughs> Bibbs put out that bullshit tweet talking about it ain't too late to buy some Josh Green stock. Yes, it is. It's too late to buy too Josh late. Green stock. I've been late. talking about Josh Green for three years on this podcast. We've been hyping up Josh Green. Y'all gave up on Josh Green. I ain't forget. So did. Here, have a good game. Y'all be on y'all knees. The next game, he have a bad one. Y'all talk about, oh, this dude's trash. We should have never drafted him. Oh, my God. Look at Sadiq Bay and Desmond Bain. Get the fuck out of here. Ain't nobody trying to hear that. Josh Green, he ain't him. But he's he. He ain't him. Yeah. But he's he. Yeah. He's a guy. Or, he's a guy. Yeah, and he's on the way. <laughs> I see the improvements. Okay? It was talks over the offseason. We talked about it on the podcast. My boy was in the gym working out. Spot up jump is looking nice. He getting in the passing lanes, throwing it down. Easy, smooth. Put him in a dunk contest. Okay. You know what, Reese? That was a good segue. Yeah, I did talk to him too at Media Day. Okay. Yeah, now I got now I definitely gotta drop it now. <laughs> I gotta drop the Let's do it. What you got? 
<laughs> I got a dub. Yeah, he, he pretty much said like, "Wait, you ain't put it out yet? Come on, son, what you doing?" Yeah, only ones I got is um Jaden Hardy and Javale McGee. You come on the outsiders. I let him look. I let him do a few hundred, few hundred views and ain't nobody before ain't, I post. Don't be slow leaking the. If, put it <laughs> out. Put it out. If I'm you post it, they will view. I don't want to know about that. <laughs> Past interview from look, two weeks look. ago after the season start. Like, put put it out. I'll, oh no 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 no! I'm putting it out games. tomorrow. All right, I'll put it out tomorrow. Send it to me first. Send me the direct. I got you. Posted. <laughs> uh, man, look. <clears throat> As Reese said, you know we've been sugar glider uh, appreciators since day one. Uh, I seen the tweets. I seen the cut them. I seen you know he's trash. I seen oh Sadiq Sadiq Bay did this. The boy is shooting like twenty five percent from the field. I ain't trying to hear about no goddamn Sadiq Bay. <clears throat> but you gotta also understand on Twitter, somebody tried to convince me that uh, shooting 40, 35 to forty percent ain't good. Sadiq Bay. Like, I, I was I was like I didn't I didn't think everybody was shooting like 70 percent. Like period. Like yeah, from actual shooting. I'm not talking about. The, the the big men that be going into the paint. I'm talking about like actual shooting. Josh Green's was, was not bad. It was not bad. His shooting was fine, numbers-wise. The volume was the problem. <laughs> when that boy learned how to attack the basket correctly like a real NBA player. There's a difference. Yeah. And, Tyler, you look like you had something to say before I go further because I, I can dominate the mic if you let me. I mean, as, as far as Josh Green pause. goes. Pause. Pause. You I can mean, dominate the mic. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. You are. You are, you are. <laughs> I'm joking. Go ahead, Tom. I mean, to y'all's point, the man shot literally like 51% last year. Um, I would just say with Josh Green, not I mean, for me, I think I'm I'm with y'all. I've been a huge Josh Green fan. Like since the day they drafted him, I was I thought that was a great pick at, at that at that place, but for me, I think looking back at this postseason, it's actually maybe the best thing that could have happened to Josh Green because we actually saw, I thought anyway, midway or late into the season where it looked like he finally had some confidence. And then you get into the postseason and there was none of that. Uh, early in that first series, Jason Kidd kept going to him. And I think y'all brought up the point, like you can't either, he has to do his thing or you can't play him anymore. And I think finally, I think this is a make or break moment for him. Like it can either kind of derail his career or he can look at that and be like, Hey, I'm close, but I'm clearly not where I need to be, especially in postseason form. I can work my ass off this summer and I can get where I need to be and get that confidence. And granted, it's like a super small sample size, but just from what we have to go off of, it looks like that's exactly what he did. Yeah. I can go further on that. Less than 24 hours after we got eliminated, he was on the phone with uh, Joe Avanasser at impact basketball, less than 24 hours. He called him. Hey, I'm ready to work. Like, let's whatever you ready. I'm ready. He took. I think he said he took three days off. Went on a like quick vacation, and then he went to Vegas. And he was in there grinding day after day. Uh, Kyle Lowry showed up. KG showed up. Uh, this guy is the same guy that Kyle Lowry worked with the year before his first All Star appearance. It's the same guy that KG worked with before he won uh, the MVP. Like, and that's why they still come back because this dude changed their careers pretty much. Um, Y'all think Josh Green ain't been through adversity? He's from <laughs> Australia. <laughs> I don't know where this is going. Y'all, have y'all seen the animals that live in Australia? <laughs> he was, He's been he was fighting for his life. Wait, wait, wait. Talk about because you bring that up. 
I know I'm the horror movie guy. Have y'all ever heard or seen the movie Wolf Creek? No, never heard. I of randomly it. watched that last night. Y'all need to check that out if you ever get the chance. It's uh, like based on a true story about. I, I won't get into it, but that was that was good timing. Yeah, y'all need to check that out if you get the chance. The list. The animals that live in Australia look like fucking Pokemon, brother. That's true. That is true. Come on, man. The Wolf Creek. Yeah. Shout out to yeah. my boy yeah. Budo. I tell him all the time. I say, I'm sad you live out there. I sent him crazy videos of like Australians like fighting for no reason. I was like, yeah, I don't know how you live out there, bro. Like that one that like, have you ever seen that video with the guy with the boomerang and he was beating on the uh, he was beating on the window and he broke like he broke the one boomerang. He said, "Look what you did! You broke my boomerang and went back and got another one and broke the window." What? <laughs> I just want to point out, I I stepped on Reese's joke that they don't play Pokemon Go over there because they just have real life stuff going on. We don't need Pokemon Go. We got this. (laughs) Mia, you got any thoughts on Josh before we move forward? Um, I I agree with Tyler. This is kind of that point of, you know, make a break for your career. Um, And I think we've all been sitting back, which is waiting on him to to have that launch, you know, and to come into that player that we all figured that he could be. Um, and so to see him, you know, right on, right into the off season, um, put the work in, and now we're seeing, you know, the fruits of that. Um, I think the sky's the limit for Josh Green. Uh, he just has to, you know, continue to do his part with that, and I, I'm sure that he will. Um, and given the the supporting cast that's around him, not that he's Luca or somebody like that, but <laughs> just the supporting cast that he has around him, I think will help him more so to come into his own. Yeah, I think. <clears throat> so with Josh, one of the main things, the problem, the only problem he had was confidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we talked about it, you know, Rick Carlisle, not not the best for a young guy's confidence. When you make one mistake and you get benched, it's hard to keep your confidence up. Um, <clears throat> we know that, that Rick Carlisle pitted Dennis and Luca against each other. <laughs> Dennis still hasn't recovered from that mentally. Like we remember what Dennis looked like that first year he didn't just forget how to play basketball. Like he, right. he got his confidence broken. Hey um, man, look, I, it it happens. Like Michael Carter Williams was a rookie of the year. And then, so yeah, yeah, it could be a mix of both. Maybe it may, maybe he just wasn't who we thought he was. Hey, he's getting another chance in, in Charlotte. We'll see if I'm happy for him being close to home. Um, I'm happy for him too. Like, the I'm gonna be honest. I don't understand the whole. I don't know, man. I don't understand what Charlotte is doing. Why? Why do I mentally picture Reese putting his hand on his shoulder, and be like, "Yo, are you sure it was just Rick? <laughs> are you sure it was just Rick, my boy? <laughs> like, you sure it wasn't nothing else? <laughs> like, tell me what it might it was. not be for you, my boy. <laughs> uh, I, I, but I'm I don't know if he's like I, he's getting the opportunity in Charlotte, but is he really getting the opportunity in Charlotte? Who's there? They don't have a real backup point guard, so I think I think it's a real shot. I mean, that's true, but I I don't know. James Booknight is there; he's a shooting guard. I want to see him get more minutes, but right. mostly, you know, hopefully, I feel like he makes sense with the way they play basketball, though. Right, and he's home. Right. Okay. Yeah, that could help. Like, that makes a difference sometimes. Like, especially for somebody, like, if the game or his career has been affecting him mentally, being back home could probably really help a lot. So, shout yeah, out yeah. to Dennis Smith Jr. I, I wanted him to have a shot, just not here. Ex- exactly. Shout out, to, shout out to Dalton. He's been working hard to try to get Dennis back in Dallas. I was like, yeah, I don't know if he need to come here. And support that, brother. I'm sorry. But, I nah, like to me, <laughs> What's funny about Book Night, though, 
we've probably seen him seen play. Seen Charlotte Hornets podcast. I ain't talking about. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. No, 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 no. We ain't, we ain't talking about that. Uh, we've seen like he last time I really got to see him play was with uh the Greensboro Swarm. That's what I was saying. Mia, we've probably seen him play more than uh no. the Hornets yeah. fans have. <laughs> they, and they've been complaining about it. If you pop into a, a Hornets Twitter space. They don't like anything. Nothing. They had a, a a pretty good season as far as I'm concerned last year. Every single episode they were complaining. Like every single time I popped in that Hornet space, man, Lamelo got to do this and da da da. I was like, man, y'all 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 need to relax. Like y'all are the y'all Charlotte Hornets. Fish to fry over Dalton Charlotte. trying to get Dennis <clears throat> Smith Jr. back to the Mavericks. I I can't support that. It's kind of like when you go to the register at the grocery store, right, and say your total come up to nine twenty eight. And they like, hey, would you like to round up your total to support the truth or support the local charity? And you like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. That's how I feel about Dennis Smith Jr. back to Dallas. I always round up at Firehouse Subs. I need to get that sponsorship. Um, I've never been to Firehouse. I've been to Firehouse. Never mind. It don't even matter. I mean, y'all probably got better subs up there. Like I've been there. I've just never ate, eaten there. You probably got better local places where you at anyway. So possibly, yeah. Um, I I forgot where I was about to go. Y'all done threw me all the way off my train of thought. Um, but no, oh, with Josh Green, like I'm not surprised to see him take that extra step to reach out to the top trainer out there because he was about to be a professional athlete in Australia before he came over to the US. So he he knows the business, he knows how to do those things and just from the practice, just from the fan jam, you can just see that his confidence, his decision-making shot is broken. Uh, his confidence, his decision-making is on. It's where it needs to be. And I'm going I'm to admit this before we move on. Y'all remember last year when Desmond Bain was talking mad trash about the Mavs drafting Josh over him, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm picturing a scenario where we play the Grizzlies. Josh Green has a game. Maybe clamps up Bane, gets a block of steel, something like that on him. I want to see, I want Josh Green to talk his his shit about Desmond Bay. Like, I need that in my life. I, I like, do have a question though. Go ahead. Again, like we we all seem to be buying this. We we do have faith in Josh Green, but what what does a quote unquote Josh Green game look like? Like from a from a stat standpoint, what are what are we thinking here? You're right. So, and that's the thing about Josh Green that I think is still gonna affect the people that are haters are still going to not see what, what he does. A Josh Green game could be like 12 points, two steals, a block, eight rebounds. Like he's going to, that's kind of exactly what I had in mind when you said that I was thinking 12, 14 points, but he plays really good defense. Maybe get some assists. Yeah. That's kind of what I had in mind. Yeah. He's going to cause chaos on defense and fly around, like fly up the court, hopefully on offense, hit some, hit a couple shots. Like, Somebody uh, on when I was on the, the pod yesterday, we talked math. Somebody made it actually, no, somebody DM me and made a comparison to Draymond Green um, as far as what Josh can be for our offense. You think about it a guy who's mostly a defender, like a, a middle linebacker on defense, um, a guy who can play make a pretty good bit, uh, doesn't necessarily get a bunch of points, but gets some timely buckets. I, it makes sense to me. I like, I'm not mad at that comparison. I'm not saying he's going to be Draymond Green. He's not a forward like Draymond Green is, but he's that kind of role player for our team potentially in the future. 
Well, I think what he also brings is like a level of just momentum and excitement. He can make, you know, he can have a great still go down a huge dunk. Maybe the next play he does hit a three. And before you know it, the AAC is erupting. Like just something as small as what a four, five point swing would be right. feels bigger because of that. No, definitely. Momentum is is huge in a game. And he's one of those guys that that does things, that does the unexpected thing when you're not ready and, and adds that excitement. And hopefully people in the lower bowl actually can stand up and celebrate uh, at the AAC. Um, <clears throat> any other thoughts on Josh Green before we move move to this next guy? Nope. The other big, big story person to talk about is Christian Wood. Um, we know his history. Uh, for those who maybe don't. Uh, Lost shot. He said he just texted me. He said he's going to oh. come back and he's, he couldn't hear anything. He was frozen. So I'll make fun of him when he comes back. But um, but Christian Wood, he's had problems in the past. You know, he he took him a while to even get to the NBA, took him a while to stick in the NBA, finally got his contract with the Rockets, thought he was going to be teaming up with uh, James Harden. Harden gets traded. He's on a tanking team. My opinion, he had every reason to be acting out in, in Houston. Nah, can't agree. I'm not going to say every reason. He, I could have excused a little bit of acting out. He did have one like real bad moment last year, but he immediately came back and apologized that he was tripping. You still, yeah, I'm about to say you still got to be professional, even though you like the situation isn't what you thought you were going to do, yeah. but still, yeah. Got to, yeah, got to get through it. And I think he realized he, he needed to do that as well. But again, you look at his numbers. The efficiency was crazy for a guy on a terrible team. Like you would expect him to be launching up BS all the time, but he didn't. He was taking good shots. He was he was playing within the rhythm of the offense. I watched a few Rockets games. He wasn't you know moping up and down the court when KPJ would come up and just throw up whatever uh, half the time. Uh, I I and Jalen Green also was tripping sometimes, but Christian Wood just did his job. I was excited and nervous when we got him personally. Uh, I I see what he can be. I see the potential to be the type of player that KP thought he was <laughs> on this team, but you still have to worry about the old habits coming in. I think if Jason Kidd gets him to buy in, we don't have to worry about that. And after the fan jam, I feel a little bit better about that personally. Reese, I'm going to go to you first and then we'll go to our guests. Like what are your thoughts on the Christian Wood uh, expectations, plan, uh, what you what you hope to see from them personally? Um, I spoke on this a bit uh, during a space earlier this week. Someone asked me about Christian Woods' uh, expectations, and I've I've mentioned that I think best case scenario he's our second best player on the team. Like you know, as far as contributing, uh, I know people will say Dorian Finney-Smith as far as importance, but I mean like it's, as far as contributing box scores, I would say Christian Wood could be our second best player. Uh, but I don't want to put too much pressure on him because it's like people are saying, oh, he could average 20 and 10, and they're saying it's a lot. So when he doesn't do that, it's going to be like he's a failure. And I don't think that's true because if he comes out and averages 16 and 8 or 17 and 8 or 17 and 9, I think that's a really good season for Christian Wood, to be honest. So uh, especially with him coming off the bench, I don't know what his minutes are going to be like. I'm pretty sure he'll be in the closing lineup. Uh, we kind of talked about this on the podcast before. Right. It's probably going to switch out a lot depending on who we play and 
depending on who's producing that game. Uh, he's only coming off the bench to start the season. That could clearly change. Like Jalen Brunson was coming off the bench uh, beginning of last season as well. We saw what happened with that. Jason Kidd is not afraid to switch it up based off the production that players are given. So um, my expectations aren't too high for Christian Wood. Uh, the fan jam and I didn't see the practice, uh, but the fan jam, it didn't show me anything that I didn't already assume about him. Is his defense that great? No. Uh, but you know what you get with a player like that. Uh, maybe the culture can have an effect on him. There were guys last year on this team, most of them, to be honest, where we was like, uh, this ain't a good defensive team. And they turned it around second half of the season. Jason Kidd had that influence on him. So maybe he could add that influence on Christian Wood. I think if uh, he puts more effort in on defense, he could take a big leap. Him playing next to a playmaker like Luka will help his numbers a lot. We kind of saw that similar for the small period of time he played with James Harden. Uh, a lot of people compare Luka to James Harden. I would not, but I get the comparisons. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if I had to put a number on it, I would say 17-9. 17-9, 16-9, something around that area, but uh, – Mid expectations for Christian Wood. I'm not expecting the dude to be an all star. Okay, uh, I think that's fair. Uh, Mia, what, what are your thoughts on the the Christian Wood? We'll call it experiment because he's on a one year deal. Um, I was excited for this pickup. Um, I wanted Christian Wood since he got in the league. Um, and just don't, seeing what he did his first year, I figured he would be a good piece for the Mavs. Um, and so I was excited for that. Um, I think ten boards from him is a solid game, is a good game. Um, I think he does help that pick and roll offensively um, when he's in the rotation. So I like the pickup. Um, you guys talked about Jason Kidd's influence that he could possibly have on him, and I think this is the perfect situation for Christian Wood to be, you know, better than what he was in Houston. I think he just has the the better supporting cast, the better coaching staff, all of those things to make a player better. I think he has that situation in Dallas. No, definitely. Uh, Tyler, what, what are your thoughts on Christian Wood, expectations, all that good stuff? Yeah, um, I have a thousand of them. I'll try to go quickly, I promise. Um, I'm a huge – I agree with Mia. I'm a, I'm a big Christian Wood guy since he's been in the league. That's someone that I thought like would be a, a great piece um, for Dallas. Now, I do agree kind of with what you said. People keep questioning like his morale and all that stuff. But literally, since he's been in the league, one, this is a very, very talented dude who, for whatever reason, had to work extremely hard to even get a chance. And he's only been in these bad environments, bad scenarios. He finally signs with Houston, thinks he's getting this, and very quickly into that time realizes that's not what he's getting. Um, I think with Christian Wood, uh, we had talked about, you know, he's he's coming off the bench. And at first... Uh, you were the one that actually told me that before that had been announced, I'm pretty sure. And we had kind of had a conversation about it. And at first, I really didn't like it. And then the more time I had to think about it, um, one, I agree with Reese. That's to start the season. And I think we will see that change over time. But I think that also kind of allows him the opportunity while he's building this chemistry with guys, he's going to get to kind of play his own game at first. And then as that chemistry builds – he'll fit, you know, in better with players. As long as he's closing games, I don't really care when he checks in for the first time. In fact, if he does check in after some of the starters have gone, I mean, the first few minutes of a game are a lot of the time Luca getting a feel for it anyway. 
what was Christian Wood going to do in those first few minutes? Uh, I don't know if you can see on my board back here, I actually have a Christian Wood bet for this season. I don't know how I got to make this bet, but someone had bet me that he wouldn't average 13 and seven or better. He's, he's doing 13 or seven or better. Uh, I, I love Christian Wood. I think he's going to be a huge part of this team. I think he's a great fit for this team. I think it's insane to say that he wouldn't average more than 13 points. He's literally not had those numbers his whole career. I don't know how I got this <laughs> like, bet, but I got it. Yeah, Tyler asked me, like, is it crazy? Is this dude crazy to ask me this? Like, should I, should I take it? I was like, that's insane. The seven is the only <laughs> thing I would even think about. The 13. Like, he didn't even play with a real point guard last year. Right. Okay, that's the kind of the other thing I want to talk about real quick. Sorry. Um, I, I'm not going to act like I watched a ton of Houston Rockets basketball last year. I would be lying to you if I sat here and, like, oh, I watched all these games. A lot of it is highlights and box scores, and that's not a great indicator. I'm, I'm, aware of that but you go back and watch those and a lot of them he's not getting the kind of shots he's going to get here he's having to take shots that you know he's not going to have to take for the Mavericks and he was still doing it efficiently somehow these are like very difficult shots and he's doing so efficiently I think now in a system where he's going to get really good looks for the most part the Mavericks granted I watch them more than anybody but the the Mavericks get more wide open three-pointers than I've ever seen like they get a bunch of really good looks and if he was able to do efficiency with really tough, you know, shots, I think he's going to be great here. I think uh, before I move to shot, just to piggyback on something you said, uh, my biggest concern was when they said he was going to be the sixth man, that that would hurt his buy-in potentially. But, um, you know, he had the Instagram post, you know, everything is earned, not given or something like that. Like that's, that's a sign of a guy who understands and if you recall, Bullock came off the bench to start the year. People were yelling at Jason Kidd, why can't we get some more Bullock, blah, blah, blah. And Jason Kidd was like, mm, you know, give it some time. Give it some time. And, you know, at the time, we, we were not experienced with Coach Kidd. But after a year of Coach Kidd, I understand how he works. He's not just going to get this guy and plug him, force him on us into the starting lineup. He's going to let him prove himself to the guys so that when he does move him potentially to the starting lineup, everybody will understand that he's earned that. So that's, that's beautiful to me. Um, Shy, what you got for me? All right. Um, The Mavs, when it comes to these undrafted guys, they do quite well here. That's, we've gotten a lot of people paid um, (laughs) just by, you know, talent. But for me, I I had to watch uh, AK suffer through a lot of uh, Rockets games because I had to watch the guys who got called up from the Valley. So, yeah, like I said earlier, he was probably the best thing about watching any of those games outside of my boy uh, Garrison Matthews getting those little three minutes to shoot the ball. <laughs> but here I really think the chem- the chemistry is going to, um, of course, develop over time. Also, he – is talented, but you're not going to see that on a team that I don't know if they were tanking or they just really were that mediocre. But it was just a lot of chaos in Houston, all the like in the on the inside. So my thing is, we're going to see a new Christian Wood. It's going to be what he's what he's been doing, plus a few extra things, and and factor of his defense. Kid has said many of times again, he even said it probably in what the first five minutes or 10 minutes of him talking about 
the things for the season is they're going to f- keep teaching guys who are maybe not known as the best defensive players defense. It's going to be a lot more defense. So I have confidence that we're not we're going to see a better version of what we already saw in Christian Wood, which was already good. Okay. <clears throat> Any uh, predictions on uh, numbers or anything like that? Or you just think? You said 20 and 10. I'll say 15 and 10. Okay. Um, <sighs> well, he, well, you got to look at the big man we do have. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of Seawood and uh, McGee. Yeah. But that's <laughs> unless, you, let, let, unless you want to get uh, Bertans beat up a little bit more, by all means, so he's going to be in that paint. I was going to say um, – I'm sorry, I, I'm distracted. I was going to say – one thing that I that I mentioned on on this other pod uh, was our depth and versatility and the way we're going to be able to mix and match our lineups. Like like you mentioned, we probably are going to see some McGee and Wood. We probably are going to see some Maxie and Wood. We're probably going to see some situations where maybe it's just Wood, DFS, Bullock, Green, Luca, something like that. And pa- oh, so ooh, I'm sorry. And pa- yeah, I was waiting to get Kyle in there. Like his 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 hustle is it just does it for me. Um, and I think that's something that can, can rub off on wood in the paint, right? <laughs> Reese's face got no, no, me. No. Reese's face got me. I'm like, not I didn't want to. I'm just saying, like, when Dwight has to match up against somebody bigger, <laughs> Dwight is going to give you some hustle. He is. It, it it doesn't look pretty because Reece, we, want, looking like that. <laughs> we want it to look a certain way, but... Like the white is gonna hustle, in my opinion. So I'm gonna just say this: the fact I'm that so hard the media's get doing Dwight Powell propaganda on this podcast. I'm just saying, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not cherry. I was trying so I was trying so hard, and now I'm looking at reason. I'm like, turn your camera off. <laughs> we're not cherry picking. Yes, we, I, I just to gotta ask. We will bring on the ask. ops. That's all I'm saying. I just gotta on. ask. I don't mean no harm. <laughs> That hustle ain't do nothing for us in the playoffs, man. Oh, my God. We couldn't yes, even I play him. <laughs> I, look, hold on. I know the whole thing is, oh, Reese hates Dwight Powell. I don't hate him as much as I used to because last year I was like, okay, Dwight Powell's really improved. He's really showing something. This defensive mm-hmm. scheme that Jason Kidd has implemented doesn't really – it benefits Dwight Powell more than Rick Carlisle's scheme did. Mm-hmm. But come playoff time, it was like, dang, we can't really even play this dude. Now, I think but the that, but the white house do with matchups. You think in your that's view, possible. That's what it was for me. It, it's a matchup situation, and getting to the season, like he did what he had to do to get us to the playoffs and right. far in the playoffs. So that's possible because, like, even though Rudy Gobert is a piece of shit on offense, <laughs> like, sorry, Bibbs, but he is. I don't want to hear anything you have to say anymore. He's, yeah, he's, I've, I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen it. I saw Jalen Brunson in the post on Rudy Gobert, and he didn't score. I'm going I'm to hit you with this. Him I going up against Rudy Gobert and DeAndre Ayton doesn't do the On a new team, Gobert, yeah, we're going to see an interesting version of him in uh, good old men. I'm going to just let it happen. I ain't got nothing to say about it. At this yeah, don't say nothing about mm-hmm. it. I do think <laughs> Dwight Powell is going to benefit more this season with more bigs on the roster because mm-hmm. you're not expecting too much of him. He doesn't have to Great. start anymore. You know, you've got JaVale McGee, you've got Maxi Cleaver, you've got Christian Wood, and then there's the White Powell, and he can come off the bench and be that energy guy 
that me and Bibbs have been saying is best suited for him. So, you know. And I'm going to tell you something right now, Reese. Yeah, he knows. He's relieved. All I'm saying is. He's relieved. He basically was like, yeah, I thank God it's not just me trying to do everything anymore. All I'm saying is. He did a lot with with bigger matchups. He did. So. All I'm saying is. He's in a he's in a position best suited for him right now. You know, mm-hmm. this is the best position for him. He it's not much expected of him. He's gonna come in, give you energy, give you hustle. You know, a couple alley oops. He he threw good rebound. He's become he became a re- better rebounder last season, in my opinion. Even if the numbers don't show it, but if he come in this season and he stink it up, yeah. Are oh, you can add me, bro? Okay. The man, the man is relieved I mean, that there's there's more P, there's more PNR guys there besides like him trying to be a jack of all trades and that's not his bag. Yeah. Because like man, I'm gonna be honest. You look at the you have a scene you have a watch wrestling and you see a wrestling you like damn this dude need to be a star and he, he's barely ever on TV. He just looks like a wrestler. Yeah. The oh, white like has week. the body yeah, yeah. of a Greek. God, and he's just he mediocre out there. Like, if they even over, well, I'm not gonna say that about his athleticism due to the injury because he definitely used to. Okay, but it's like, bro, you look like you should be like throwing dudes around out there, and, and you're just not. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, so when you see him, you're just team. like, ain't no way you the same guy that I see on TV. <laughs> so, I can't get that yeah. from the right. I don't know what it is. I, do. I, don't, I don't get that. From do. I'm like, ain't no way. So let me so ask this question. Everybody. This wasn't on the agenda, but I'm going to ask since, since the man has come out. Um, is he in the rotation anymore? Yeah. Yeah. What is, what is in the rotation for Dwight Powell right now? How many minutes a game is he getting? Is he playing every game? Three minutes? Is there three? No, I'm saying like you know, I said I'm how many you got like three or four people. Oh, I thought he was saying like three. You only got a rotation like, of three or four. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. You might be on to something, brother. <laughs> <laughs> not not the garbage time, Dwight. I'm not even thinking about it. You might be on to something because the two bigs off the bench is Max. See, I think he'll have like some spot minutes. Like, all right, we need the white power here. We need some energy here. You know, yeah. he's not going to get as many minutes as he used to. That's obvious. I don't, I don't think he's an every game guy anymore. I don't think so either. Oh, no. No. I, I think it's a lot like Mia said. It's it's a matchup thing, but like mm-hmm. if you're talking about the rotation, very clearly we're talking about regular season. It, does he play in the playoffs, or does it depend on the matchup? Like what what's the case there? That's what I was going to ask Mia. Like what matchups do you think he excels against personally? If it's not somebody as big like you talked about, Rudy Gobert, I felt like that was an okay matchup for Powell. Somebody more so his size versus bigger than him. Because I feel like a lot of times Dwight is trying to do work in the paint and they might not call a foul for him that he needs. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's it's a, a matchup thing in that sense to me. Um, who he can get it done against. And I think Jason Kidd is the coach right now to say Dwight is better than putting Maxi or, well, we got Wood and JaVale now. And I can't forget how goofy JaVale McGee is sometimes. So <laughs> Hey, that man's a champion. 
It's he a new is a champion. Man, a three-time champion, a gold medalist. I love you, Like you said on there, he's a Grammy-nominated producer. That man's just doing stuff right now. But how many times has we has he been on Shaq and the Fool? Hey, so, that was a long time ago. Oh, that was Denver. That was that was Denver's Javel. Javel, Javel. I don't know what Pierre been on, but he been on something. Something, <laughs> but a new man. But I think there's still a place for Dwight Powell to come in and be that that energy role that the Mavericks yeah. need. Okay. I uh, forgot Bibbs. He can't be out the rotation. He know where the skeletons at, brother. All he right. gotta do is make a quick call. It's a wrap. It's a very wow. important thing y'all keep forgetting is clearly he knows something. Yeah, he knows For something. Real. I'm playing 10 minutes. I look, I made it as a joke. I'm so, gonna click hang up right there. It came off real disrespectful <laughs> on Twitter when I said it, and I probably said it disrespectfully because he pissed me off during the game. But there needs to be a Netflix documentary on the longevity of his career. Yeah. People like Dwight Powell are usually journeymen. What was your like confidence level in Dwight when he came with Rondo? Because I wasn't on board with it. Sure was. I'm gonna so, say I was actually. Hey, hey, I'm gonna tell him. But eventually, right I was, was like, okay. You talking about day. when he came to the team? Yes. I thought he was an afterthought in the trade. I liked him exactly. Yeah. But, but I called him Blake Griffin light. <laughs> but since then, he's contributed more than I expected him to. I mean, the bar was low. I didn't expect him to contribute at all. Okay, then. So we got to give him that, though. I like. I think Bibbs always. It's either Bibbs or somebody else. They always say the reason they keep the white pile around is because they refuse to admit that the Rondo trade was a failure. <laughs> that was me. That was me. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> that was me. Hundred yeah. percent. I still think that's why if we keep it's like, man, we can't take that L, baby. <laughs> we go, we gotta keep this going. I was trying and to see like, Martin keep yeah. the lie alive. I love it. And then it's like on one half of that, it was like, well, who are they gonna bring in to replace him? Because they weren't gonna get a big name in sure. to play in the paint. They weren't gonna do it. I will say there hasn't really been a reason to get rid of him, which is has helped him stick around. Well, only because there's no value for him. Yeah. Right. But even then with the re-signing of him, like there wasn't really a reason to let him go at the time. Fair. Regardless of how you felt about the money, the 10 mil was kind of questionable at the time. Um Dwight Powell's very goofy on the <laughs> basketball court, right? But I think I've grown to just tolerate him without needing to talk about him. And since he won't be on the court, I won't have to talk about, <laughs> talk about him. Mm. Um, I feel, like feel like your expectations is too high, brother. He's definitely going to be on the court. He's going to be the human victory cigar. Look, he's going to have the best job. He didn't. I tell best. you that he done got on the phone and said he's going to be both else and he hung up. Boban. <laughs> gonna be Boban this year. Look, the yeah, best Boban. job in the league, the best job yeah. in the league is a guy making over $10 million and not playing. Yeah. Oh, I got to hit my line. Yo, Mia. It's, it's funny you mentioned that. Dwight Powell in that starting line on one day. I'm like, told you. He getting his minutes. Exactly. He going to keep going out there. He going to keep going out there. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that. Until they replace him. It's funny you yep. mentioned that. Like, making $10 million and not playing because the white Powell is making like tens of millions of dollars 
not really playing much basketball. I mean, he has been, but you could make millions of dollars not playing any sports at all because all you have to do is sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook, no, you the official sports betting partner of the NFL. The NFL is in full swing. Week four is going on right now. I currently have the Patriots and Packers on television. I put in bets today. I lost early. Still a chance for you, though. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. And new customers like yourself, not like me. I'm an old customer. I lost this opportunity. Still out there for you. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If you place $100 on a team to win, you get that $100 back in free bets. That's free money to spend to win more money. You get to be the Dwight Powell of NFL sports. <laughs> Wait. Check this out. In addition to your usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. For instance, same game parlays. I put in a parlay earlier for the Ravens and Bills, two of the hottest offenses in the, in the AFC. Lamar Jackson, I figured, you know, Lamar Jackson, home. He can carry the team. He's done it this season. The Bills are coming off a tough loss. The Bills are losing some players. I'm putting my money on Lamar Jackson. A loss. Don't make the same mistake I did. Don't make the same mistake I did. Be smarter. Don't be like me. Be smarter. But to make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game all season long. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TBPN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code TBPN. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. My boy said eligibility for the first try. I know for a fact. We that us three ain't gonna see none of this change that he just made from this, right? Here. Hey, hey, hold up. <laughs> and I'm up there like I know we ain't in the middle of a commercial, right? <laughs> so Bibbs, you know, look, you know the number. I, I look, I need an app, an Apple Pay. Uh, whatever. Look, look. If it's thirty five cent, I want my thirty five. It was funny oh, because man. y'all was talking about something, and Biz was like, "I'm distracted," and we was texting. He was like, "Don't forget the DraftKings ad." I said, "I got it. I can segue it in. Don't worry. You forgot <laughs> I'm the segue god. You know, I figured it out. Smooth. I'm sorry, Dude, I haven't doubted you. I have two comments to make. One, now that I've uh, I broadcast like high school football games, that I have to find a way to get. We have like 25 of those. I have to sneak in. So like I've gotten very good at that. I have to give you uh, applause for that. That was very good. But also, did you find a way to sneak it in and also bash bibs in the process? Like what just happened? I know. I was like, <laughs> and then brought it back around to the right yeah. power. Yeah. When I tell you, I didn't know when the commercial was going in. <laughs> <laughs> I said. Okay, so now we back. Nah, he said, nah, I haven't given the code yet. <laughs> <clears throat> you I was that. waiting. That eligibility restrictions that, that always get me. I had to I had they to threw me off though. Cause I didn't read I didn't look at the whole ad. 
beforehand and they added something new when they said discuss matchups you like team a player you excited about all oh, it's for upcoming games etc so <laughs> you now mean, i know you made it work it worked all right um because you yeah you blew me i ain't know what was going on <laughs> sean had his mic muted and he was just over there laughing and us it was throwing me off because i saw it in the corner of the screen and when i saw when i started i don't know if it was me i don't know who they said i know <laughs> that was me i was me. that was, was you like, i know <laughs> we are not in the middle of this <laughs> no, we not. We hey, not man. Bills now. Get paid. These bills got to get paid. Bills got to yeah, get I paid. Need, I need my cut. <laughs> <laughs> I need my. I need my cut. I was. I was in the commercial that I was. I did not participate in. I did not ask. I was voluntold it that I was gonna be in it. You could have walked off the camp. You could have. You could have disappeared so, off the camp. No, I wanted to make sure I made my change. So I said, "Right there." <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Um, I feel like me and Reese already talked about this last week, but we got y'all on. I want to get y'all's opinion. Frank, right now, is supposed to be the third ball handler, allegedly. And uh, I think most of us have had had our doubts or questions about that. Uh, In the scrimmage yesterday, they did swap Dinwiddie out of the starter group, put him with the other group. I didn't know if that was a hedge to, like, Frank's not ready yet. Or if it was just trying to make sure that the second group had a, a starter level ball handler facilitating. Um, some inside sources might have alluded to the idea that the team is considering making that change of Dinwiddie to start with the, the second group. Which actually, if that happened, I would be very happy. That you makes know? more sense to me. Din- Dinwiddie, Wood, really and THJ off the bench, That's that's absurd for bench unit staff to deal with but with that said frank is supposed to be the guy uh tyler do you have any thoughts about this this ball handler situation at all um well i have to point out you said that y'all already talked about it. y'all not only talked about it articles were written about the fact that y'all talked about it you kind of made that sound casual i'm pretty did not did dalton trig not write an article simply to make to make a note that y'all talked about it (laughs) We got that it happened. Um, I don't know, man. As far as as far as Frank goes, I do like what you're saying about Dinwiddie, uh, dude. Him would THJ off the bench. That's that's solid. As far as Frank goes, um, I don't I don't know, man. I've had moments where I was like, yo, this this might be something, and then I had moments where I was like, no, this is nothing. And I don't know. I I'll see it when I I'll believe it when I see it. Um, I, I it it goes back to one of those. That's only a regular season thing in the playoffs. We've learned unless something drastic changes, you can't rely on that. But then again, in the playoffs, I don't think you would have to for more than a couple minutes at a time anyway. Okay. Mia, any thoughts on this ball handler situation? Um, I'm not sold on Frank. <laughs> like, at all. I, I, no. Um, and and it, it's not just a bias like that I want Jalen Bronson still with the Mavs. Because um, even when Bronson was here, I'm still not confident. And Frank. Um, so I mean, he's on the roster. So hopefully, you know, he shows some improvement to where he can build everybody else's confidence in him. But I'm not sold on Frank right now. I mean, I think that's that's fair. Shy, any thoughts? Uh, I see why he was in New York. <laughs> that's one. Two, I was really on some free Frank stuff. 
man. Everybody was high on Frank uh, when he got drafted. Uh, and- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, I thought I thought it was Dolan. But it wasn't him. And that's my thoughts on Frank Nilekina. I mean, like, I see Frank as I a, really, a wing, I really personally. Like, I see him as a wing. I can see him as the second guy, but not as the primary ball handler. Yeah, yeah. Um, no. I think most of y'all said y'all didn't really watch the whole scrimmage or anything, but anytime he got pressure, he was getting rid of the ball. Like, I wasn't yeah. seeing anything new from him as a ball handler, and I just don't feel like we need to experiment with that. I, I the, then when he move it to the bench would be perfect. I would all my fears and worries would be gone. Who would you start in his place at that point? <clears throat> Say it. The sugar glider. Come on, <laughs> Josh Green. Luca going to dribble the ball for thirty minutes anyway. Like just surround him with the shooters and defenders. Like well, why are we playing games with this? Have Josh. Bullock and Dorian Finney-Smith flying around, trying to get that open corner three with JaVale off setting picks and, and keep it moving, man. Like, that's that's an exciting starting group for me. Well, yeah. my question with Frank as a ball handler is, in what scenario, not for himself, but for anybody, is he creating points? How are they scoring with him? I, I don't understand. Yeah, man, you just said it right there at the end. I don't understand. <laughs> that was it right there. And they've said it in multiple <laughs> interviews. <laughs> so uh I don't think they're gonna stick to it. Uh it looks like they might already be shifting away from that idea, but we will see. Um I was gonna ask you guys the season expectations. And I'm gonna say do it in in, in 30 seconds or less. So Reese. Do you have any season expectations for this team based on how last year ended, where we are in this year, in 30 seconds or less? Uh, 30 seconds or less. Okay, go. Uh, season expectations. Uh, <laughs> I would say a top six seed. I think that's doable, um, even though a lot of teams in the West have gotten better, in my opinion. I know a lot of people don't agree. I feel like talent-wise, we have gotten better as well. Uh, same team is back. We lost one guy. We got a guy back who we didn't have majority of last year. Uh, top 16, uh, second round appearance, um, not expecting a Western Conference Finals appearance. Um, hopefully we can stay healthy throughout the year. I think that would be a big help, especially our main guy. Uh, but outside of that, my expectations aren't too high. Bars. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Mia, any expectations? I know we went to the Western Conference Finals. I feel, I fear that fans are going to expect another Western Conference Final trip personally. How, how do you feel about the upcoming season? Um, so the Mavs exceeded my expectations last season, and that just speaks to Jason Kidd um, from a coaching standpoint. And so with that, um, I, I look for them to still be a defensive team. Uh, playoffs, as we said, I see second round appearance for them. Um, but it is going to be tough to get back to a Western Conference Finals. And when you lose somebody like Jalen Brunson, that can throw a lot off with the way, you know, you, you flow the game. Um, so them being able to overcome that, I think, would speak volumes. Okay. Um, did you, you said uh, playoffs? Are, are you Especially saying around. avoiding definitely not play in? No, not playing. Okay, so six or higher, just kind of like Reese. Mm-hmm. All right, Shy. What what are your thoughts on on expectations for the upcoming season? Been talking about this all week, so I pretty much got this down. 
All right. Obviously going to be over 500. I say about 56 seed. That's why I got mad at that graphic saying that we're going to be ninth because I'm like, okay. Um, also, like I said, second, probably second round at best. So I'm not expect I'm not expecting us to go head to head with those dubs again. Definitely not that, but you never know. But like I said, I know Brunson's gone. You know, uh, we're past that. We got more other factors that can make us um, a winning team. So that's it. Okay, Tyler, your your thoughts, expectations. Yeah, I'm kind of right there with Reese and Shot. I've seen seven, eight, nine, which feels a little low, but anything higher than five or six also feels high. I do think the one thing that we got out of last year was we are officially a perennial playoff team who you can't just make it to the playoffs. You got to get there and try at least get close to winning at least one round. And I do think they're that kind of team now. I think that's fair too. Um, I told y'all on the, we talk mass pod, uh, one of the hosts said one seed and that's like his big prediction. I told him to tweet it out. So he has that to come back to later. Um, I did can't he do it. That. He, I don't know if he did it yet. I have to follow back up on it, but, um, he had a lot of predictions, but I'm not ready to go that far. I still think we're a four or five personally. Um, either one would be great. In my opinion, I think a lot of teams, people said a lot of teams didn't get better, but a lot of teams got healthier. Uh, the Clippers are healthy right now and they added to their depth. You know, the Nuggets, they're healthy this year. Uh, the Timberwolves went and got Gobert. Um, the Suns still have the same talent, but they might have some inner turmoil that might knock them down a peg. We'll see. Uh, the Grizzlies, they're starting they're starting the season off with Darren Jackson hurt, so they might be down a little bit early. It's going to be interesting to see how the West shakes out. I do think health is going to be a huge factor for everybody, especially us, because a lot of what we do is going to be tied to Luka. Luka's healthy. And he seems to be in great shape right now. Out, sky's the limit. Um, before I let y'all go, before I get out of here, uh, I know I've held y'all hostage for almost an hour and a half now. Um, <clears throat> I wanted to get one last question in about your personal personal goals for for whatever media platform, whatever media plans you might have, Mavs related stuff particularly. Um, I'll start with Tyler. Like, what, what are your goals for this season as far as Mavs coverage? What are you planning to be doing? Where, where can we find you? Uh, how often should we expect to be seeing posts and stuff like that from you about the Mavs? Uh, well, first off, I got to say, holding a sausage for an hour and a half, this is like light work for you and I. Usually we're on here for like two, three hours, so this felt like a breeze. Um, nah, as far as this season goes, um, last season was kind of my first one actually being there in the press box for all the games, especially every playoff game, which was which was really cool. Been wanting to do that literally since I was old enough to know what was going on. So that was cool. I just want more, you know, keep growing, keep doing that. Uh, also got the Linen Closet podcast, which I've had you on a thousand times. Y'all check that out. Um, as far as my work goes, you can find it on Front Porch News or chatsmedia.com. Like I said, just trying to do uh, more of this and I, I gotta thank y'all real quick if you don't mind i know i'm taking a lot of time but um y'all kind of became one i've been i've been friends with you for a long time biz you've kind of become one of my like best friends as far as like the industry goes um uh, and i'm a big supporter as well which means i support you and reese and outsiders especially during the playoffs man it became like part of my life like i go to the game i tweet it out i write my article and then on my way home because i live like an hour and a half away and it takes forever to get out of there so by the time i made it home during those playoff games y'all already had the episode out and everything and like that was a uh, 
it became a part of my experience as a fan and as like with my job. And I appreciate y'all for real. Thanks. Try to make it emotional on it. <laughs> um no thank you man it, like i remember you would dm me sometimes like hey man is that episode gonna be out in the next couple minutes like i would just try to get it edited just for you sometimes uh, <laughs> i appreciate that man uh our, our guy tall traveler who's like a 12 hour difference from us like he'd be yeah. like i need it for my morning commute or like my lunch break and stuff like that so um thank you for that man it's it was fun during the playoffs as well doing those recaps um shy your plans. I, f- I feel like you're already, I'm already seeing a lot more from you on the math side, which is, is exciting to me. Um, so what are your plans? I'm going to let, you know what? I'm going to let, I'm going to let my dog go first. I'm going to let me go. Okay. Let's go first. Go ahead and do it. That's what I'm saying. No, no, I got to let my dog go first. I'm trying to say the best for last minute. Okay. You got to let the homie go first. Go ahead. So, you can find me at Hot Take Season Podcast. Um, there will be maps coverage there, but we cover a wide range of sports. Um, so, you know, check in for us to talk about just about anything, but you can guarantee NBA talk will be on, on the mic. Um, I also write for Spot On Sports. Um, I'm a broadcaster and analyst over there as well. So obviously a lot more maps posts um, as far as me writing articles will be there. I'm also writing with For My People. Um, so you can catch some articles over there, maps related, kind of alternating back and forth um, between platforms. But yeah, so there, there's three pa- platforms right there um, that you can catch me with. Um, because of my line of work, it's kind of difficult for me to interview Mavs players specifically, um, but there's ways around that. Um, so yeah, definitely more Mavs content coming via Hot Take Season spot on sports and or for my people so at what point do you sleep is going to be my question it's, that's, a, that's a, a tough situation you know it's kind of tough <laughs> oh man oh that's i'm, I'm, I'm excited say, right, yeah, sure. go ahead Shaw. what you got i'm about to say i always ask me oh, what to do <laughs> no straight up I'll, I'll call me like yo you think i was that oh okay well i need to work on she's uh that's why i let her go first i'm like no nah, that's that's one of the best right there. But anyway, for me, without letting too much out, it's, it's going to be some mass coverage like you've never seen or heard before. It's, it's, it's going to be interesting. That's all, that's that's all I got to say. Us- TheUncleUrban.com. Uh, go to TheUncleUrban on Twitter and Instagram. It's because <laughs> I know you have more Poor to say. I, I knew you had more to say. But, yeah, for me, just – just follow. That's the reason I'm glad Bibbs um, has been sharing my interviews. But yeah, you're just going to get a lot more of that. And anything I find out without getting too much in trouble, I will try to let everybody know. I'll say so, this. like You mentioned me sharing your interviews. I think you mentioned earlier your Christian Wood interview. And uh, when I was talking to the We Talk Sports guys, we were having this conversation about being annoyed by some of the, the 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 faces that are always in the room mm-hmm. uh, at Mavs Media, asking the same question o- over and over. I asking, was just about to say that um, asking every single player about Luca, like they asked. No, no, what they did, they asked Luca about uh, Euro basket and all these other things, as if they didn't want, like as if he didn't play the games. 
And he was kind of like, I've already answered this. Right. Like, he's starting to get to that point. And then, like, when I was, I don't think I asked not one person about Luca. (laughs) So that's why I said this is going to be different. (laughs) I think, like, and what what I wanted to point out was you asked uh, JaVal McGee about his music, and you could just see him, like, light up, like, excited, because when you're interviewing somebody, they want to know that you actually know them a little bit. Like you took the time to, to, even if you didn't know before you did some research and you're asking them like real questions about things that interest them. Like the same goofy preloaded questions are annoying. Like, I'm, can we get some new information out of these players? Can we hear them talk about their passions off the course? So I'm looking forward. To oh, that. actually I did listen to his tape. No, I, I expect that you did. <laughs> yeah. I, I know you. So I know you did that. Um, yeah. But uh, that's the type of stuff I'm looking forward to. So definitely keep it coming and quit sitting on the interviews for two weeks. Um, <laughs> but, no, I asked, uh, but yeah, I just asked them, like, yeah, I will give you this much. Like okay. I said, I can't give you everything because it's going it's gonna, gonna, like, to be a fun ride. It's going to be a fun ride. Um, I'll tell you all when you stop recording so I, you don't have to do that. But <laughs> yeah, um, it's just pretty much I like getting to know them. Because, okay, we know there's like 11 to 14 other guys that played with Luka Doncic. Why am I going to ask you that? <laughs> Why am I going to ask you that? Like, I, I'd rather you tell me, what did you do to get better? Not, what did you do to make yourself at least uh, somewhat valuable to pass it to number 77? <laughs> and that's basically the roundabout questions you always get. So I said, for me, even – questions I've asked in the G League and the WNBA, those questions get quoted. I'd rather get something that you as a player will see. I'm not going to ask you about the star. What did you do to contribute to this win? Or what do you think you could have did better in a loss? So, like I said, you're getting a way more fun experience and a way better experience than the other. Uh, Not to diss anybody, but yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I did have the the template there to see if you guys had any questions for us. So if y'all do, now is the time. Let there be. If one. I got if I got to ask y'all something, I'm gonna ask y'all. Like me and Reese, if we not laughing about something every other day, we talking <laughs> about something. If we, <laughs> if you, I got your number. If I really need to ask you something, I'm gonna ask. You know how many times I didn't posted a reel or a picture of a woman on my Instagram story? And me and Jared <laughs> replies with the Rick Ross <laughs> meme. I'm gonna eat it. I'm gonna eat yeah. it. <laughs> it's not where I saw that going. Um, Every time, bro. It's to the point wow. where he doesn't. It's to the point where he doesn't even respond with the actual video anymore. I just he said, just, put he just Rick responds Ross Rick Ross video. He just Rick types video. Rick Ross video. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, if I want look, if I gotta ask y'all to talk to y'all about something, I'm gonna talk to y'all. I ain't got <laughs> all right. Anybody besides Shy? <laughs> yeah, I got I got something. Um, which oh, one? Man. I'm the I'm the same as Shy. Like with you, especially I, t- I text you fairly regularly. Yeah, and I don't want to make it hot. I was gonna ask like, oh, what can we expect from the outsiders? You know, this this year I don't want to put y'all on the spot. I'm sure y'all got shit coming up you don't want to talk about. But I do have one question. Okay. I've, 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 it's taken me, it's taken a lot to not ask this up to this point, but does Reese plan on continuing to be the horniest man on Twitter or like what's going on there? 
Wait a minute. I know how many hey, tweets man. I see. Oh Wait my, a minute. On. And it's Wait only because liked by my device. Liked by my device. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like. Damn. I feel like so I, I calm down up on the side and be like, "Hey, yo!" <laughs> like, hey, I feel like I calm down hey, on the timeline. Do you really? Hey, I don't hey, know, yo, my man. man. <laughs> Have, the I don't be liking I up crazy this morning. Now. I was like, "I'm going on their show later. I need to bring this up." <laughs> the I don't like it. when I tell you that I, for my professional reason, because I know people can see my top, see my likes and stuff too. I cannot like it, so I just hit them up on the side, my man. Appreciate you putting it on. <laughs> the sad I don't part is, liking nothing crazy like no more, man. The sad part is you have calmed down. Yeah, you you had a lot. You had a lot to come down from. So it was like, it's I like, be putting crazy. I still be putting like, maybe I just don't. See, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what to tell you. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it's usually PG seventeen. You know, NC seventeen. That's not a thing. Versus X, like you went from X to like. Are <laughs> but like you know, uh, it's it's still still a lot. It's, he didn't got tasteful. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you went from you know the 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 X videos to like just kind just. Of. I think I didn't went from like the videos to to tweets about stuff. Okay, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. You make us. I think that's what my question was. From like, did you really calm down? Uh, <laughs> I did calm. On the Lord's day, no less. Um, <clears throat> just repent for your sins. Three Hail Marys and our Father. There ain't enough repents in the world, brother. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, Reese right. looking in the mirror. So I'm just gonna do it again. <laughs> I, say, I think we might have y'all might have made triggered them into being worse. <laughs> if you see some some crazy on your timeline in the next couple of hours, y'all know what happened. Um, oh man, but look this this has been fun. This has been fun. I got tears in my eyes right now. He was about to say something to me before you told them. Uh, if y'all have a question, he was about to say Reese something. Oh, do oh, you have any closing thoughts that you needed to add on anything? Yeah. Oh no! I was about to say I feel like we kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this can go anyway now. No content coming soon. Oh no, bro! <laughs> we should uh, we should have we should have basketball to talk about soon. I think the first preseason game is what Wednesday, Wednesday. Oklahoma City. Yeah, and um, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited, man. I'm 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 really looking forward to it. Uh, I, I forgot to do this at the beginning, so I got to do it now. Uh, check the show notes all times. I take my sweet time with the show notes. So if you need to skip around, if you're looking for a particular topic, check the show notes to make sure you do it. Always. That's going forward. Just know the show notes will be thorough. Uh, five-star review on Apple, Spotify. We need that. Trying to get up in the algorithm. I'm tired of searching Mavs and seeing Locked On Rockets pop up before me. That's not That's not what I'm trying to see. So I need them five-star reviews to get us up in the algorithm. If you want to add some words, Bibbs is great. Reese is the best. That helps even more if you add some words. I I you wouldn't be great, lying. Though. Facts. Uh, uh, Bibbs is great. Like, <clears throat> you know what, Shot? Mavs Outsiders on YouTube. Mavs Outsiders Pod on Instagram. 
subscribe, follow, comment, like, all that. I had to let it marinate. I had to let it marinate for a second. I don't want to have to come get you. I mean, I don't know if threatening people is what we wanted. I will say this. I will say this about this upcoming season. Okay. This is going to be a fun season because, as you know, with my old job, sometimes I will work like two to tens and three to tens, and I'd miss the games. I work all mornings now. There's no reason not that, unless I'm out doing something. I'm going to be able to watch the games. Maybe y'all will get some recaps. Who knows? I was about to say, you might get us. I was about to say, you're going to give it to them? Like, you're going to let them? Yeah, recaps. Recaps. So we ain't got to talk about the games at the end of the week. Y'all might get some 15, 20-minute post-game episodes and then get an episode at the end of the week, too. I mean, we helping y'all. We helping us by putting more money in our pocket. We helping y'all and we helping us, you know? The beauty of working with Reese is like, I had the same thought. I hadn't asked him yet, and he immediately came out and said, "Like this happens often, where I like I'll think you be about sharing something. the same brain." Yeah, like I'll be thinking about something, <laughs> and I, I haven't asked it yet, and then Reese will be like, "What do you think if we should do such and such?" I'm like, man, I, yeah, let's do it. Anyway, uh, like I said, we enjoyed having y'all on here. Hopefully, we get to do it again. Uh, one way or another, whether we bring one of y'all on, whatever the case may be, maybe one of y'all gets to join us for a recap, whatever the case may be. But I'm excited to see y'all's coverage this year. Uh, if ever, if I come across it, I definitely always try to share y'all with the homies. Y'all know that. Uh, but this has been another episode of the Outsiders Podcast. It's it's going to be a fun, fun season. I have another idea as well for post-game recaps that I'll pitch to you after we done. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Uh, yeah, we don't want to give it all away. Let's, let's save some surprises. But uh, Bibs Corner Podcast, movie reviews coming. I'm about to do a big – that was about to sound terrible. <clears throat> I'm about to to do a, a podcast where I catch up on all the movies and shows that I've been watching uh, over the past two months. It's like 15 or so show movies that I'm, I'm just going to do quick hitters on to let y'all know what i've been watching what you should be watching what you should have saving on, on your future watch list if you're waiting for stuff to get to streaming so be on the lookout for that i'm about to be doing a lot more writing as well uh, on the bibscorner.com website about um movies mostly indie stuff some international stuff that that gets sent to me for review oscar nominated potential type stuff so uh, be on the lookout for that as well and i got two weeks to get this goat series updated so uh, if you're into that, harass me online, slide in my DMs, tell me, Bibs, you lie all the time, all that good stuff. Uh, I need that pressure sometimes. I'm, 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 a, I'm a pressure operator, if you will. But again, this is the third More time. Kobe I'm on the way. I can't you, wait. <laughs> before, we, before we go, before oh, we go, Shad, I just want to say, um, the next time me, talk too long. the next time me, Bibs, and Shad, on a podcast together can only be for one occasion. I see where this is going. Oh yeah, we yeah we definitely coming back for the uh, Black Panther. <laughs> and I'm just letting the world know if that movie's ass, I'm not holding back. Oh, we, I'm not holding back either. I'm already look. I don't expect look, it to be though. Look, the trailers got me being like, mm. I don't expect it to be though. Two hours and forty one minutes. It looked fire. The movie might be too long, but if it's bad. I'm going to let y'all know. 
with all due respect. You know what? I'm not going to sit here and diss a movie. I haven't even seen the trailers because I've walked out of the theater multiple times at this point. When that when that song start coming on, what's what's the what's the song in the trailer? I forgot. No woman, no cry. Yeah, no woman. I'll be out. Like I I got the time. Hey hey hey, brother, you singing the Bob Marley version? The version in the trailer is done by Tim's. Put some respect on her yeah. name. Who is that? You know what? You don't know who Tim's is. <clears throat> Yo, in the podcast. And this is the end of the episode. Yeah, it is. Close this out. Close this out. We not you embarrassing embarrassing me in front of company. I saw a picture of her for the first time this past week. I've seen the name before. I had no idea who this person was. I sound surprised. Reese hasn't sent you eleven pictures of this woman. Damn. I mean, I might have seen a picture. With all due respect, when I before I saw a picture before I saw a picture of Tim's, I thought it was a guy. Exactly. What? I had no idea. I thought Tim's was like listening to the music at first. I thought it was a guy. I hadn't heard much, but the stuff I heard, I was like, oh, this is a guy. Then I saw the picture. I was like, that is not a guy. Not a guy. <laughs> I, I hadn't heard the music either. For the fifth she time, she, her album is. I'm going to try to end this podcast yeah. for the fifth time. Um, thank y'all for, for joining us. This has been another edition of the Mavs Outsiders podcast. Until next time.